All right, guys. So, so this week, let's try not to make out with the microphone. Like, oh, just really? you, you don't have to like your mustache doesn't have to be rubbing against it. You can literally just be like an inch away, and you still get the same audio quality without me having to edit out your mustache rubs. It's it just makes it easier for me. It is Christmas, guys. But it Come feels on. nice for us. But it's Christmas. Yeah, no, it feels so nice Jay, we like, like this. Like, I'm talking let's just now? try to make it exactly. easy. Let's just try to make it easier on one another. Let's try to, like. Why are we creating work we, for one? We another? like doing yeah. that though, to you. Just <laughs> just like when you guys made it easier, leave me to write the entire show down. <laughs> Entitled. Like you know what, like Jay, I'm honestly I'm gonna bat the fuck out of this microphone <laughs> back and forth while I speak, just to make the ending harder because I want somebody else to work as hard. Are you auditioning for Cats? <laughs> well, actually, I would not appear in that. No, I would not. I, I do. I wouldn't mind seeing Ian McKellen shit in a litter box, though. Yeah, yeah. No, but in all honesty, that, in yeah. all honesty, Ty, you write the show deck every week, and every week I spend three hours cleaning up our audio. So this week, let's uh, uh, Pisher, don't talk. I Stop don't, talking. I don't do much. No, yeah. you can talk. Go ahead and talk. Well, quit bragging about how you can write things uh, correct or non-incorrect and keep writing what we do because you're doing a great job. Oh, that's nice of him to say. Well, that's, yeah, that's I nice, guess yeah. it's Christmas. You can it's be Christmas. nice right now. Yeah, it's Christmas. <laughs> you can be nice. I'm not hearing right, any grievances, so uh, thank you, Ty. Oh, it is. It is the, it, you just ruined the intro. We're about to hear some grievances. Oh, you ruined the intro. Oh, Lord, these boys are handsome. This is the Dynasty Football Life Podcast. Welcome to the Dynasty Football Life Program, Festivus Edition. Uh, thanks for joining us on December 25th, uh, also known as Christmas Day to many as well. Some would call it that. This yeah, might not air until the 26th because I've had a few drinks and yeah. we're going to eat some food and then we I are. might edit the podcast and then uh, put it out. Absolutely. But, uh, so as it we, is the 25th right now. It is. You aren't wrong on that I'm one. I'm not wrong. Uh, as we await this massive ham that seems to be have uh, exceeded the weight limit of Jay's oven. Excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> it, it has. I don't think this thing's legal. No. Uh, this size. Uh, we got some sweet potatoes, some carrots waiting for us. I'm assuming you guys have a fair amount of beer as well. We did. I'm we did. On, uh, halfway through oh, that supply, buddy. It's been past, it's past about, tense now. I'm about seven tall cans in. So okay, well, we better get we're going we're on all this. Doing good <laughs> still okay. All right, well, let's start off by congratulating some of the league winners out there. Uh, there's, I uh, hope there's a lot of you listening. Hope you, you won some leagues. Are you looking at me, Dave? Uh, I was looking Speed, down. Speaking of league winners. Well, also, if you're you won at least it, one. If you're listening. Uh, no, two. You won two. That's right, 40%. Of five. 40%. Minus percent Two out of five. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you're listening, you probably won some of your leagues. So you know. Yeah, I hope so. If you're listening and you won your leagues, congratulations. If you did win your leagues, I hope you lost them like crazy. Yeah. Yep. That'd be a good pick. Not even close. <laughs> Stasi. If you're yeah. if you're losing, you're winning. You're losing, you're winning. You're always you're always yeah. something. You're always getting it's points. Yeah. Something's good. always good. I guess why that's why people keep coming back. Um but anyways, uh I get a little bit. Most of you had uh, a guy named Lamar Jackson. Maybe if you won, perhaps. Yeah, maybe uh, one of my rosters had Lamar Jackson. Yeah, maybe at McCaffrey, a few other guys. But let me ask maybe. you this quick question. Uh, just get a, uh, the ball rolling here. Are you guys giving any thoughts to training this fun young man, Lamar Jackson, very high in this offseason? I would say it, it, if you own Lamar Jackson, it sucks to think about trading him. But yes, I would think about trading him high. This is similar to what I did with Patrick Mahomes last year. Last year, I traded Patrick Mahomes, Sammy Watkins, and Darius Geis for Lamar Jackson, Dalvin Cook, and Chris Godwin. Yeah, it sounds ludicrous now. Yeah. That was, it sounds ludicrous, but la- the time, last it August, was risky. Last August, that was risky. Yeah. And you know what? It changed my franchise. And also, you know, I hit on all those guys. It worked out well. But at the same time, I think with Lamar Jackson, if you can trade him, if you trade him now, you're trading him for so much value. You have to consider it. Yeah, I think, I think like, 
the Godwin. I think you knew what Godwin was. Like you've been high on Godwin well, for, you ho- you since he was drafted. You hoped I was high on him, but yeah. And I think Dalvin Cook was it. Dalvin Cook was a was a bit of a red flag there. That was a brave move. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. I mean, we've both been high on Lamar since he was drafted. We we kind of thought he was just going to be something rushing, good, but no one thought for, he was going to yeah. be like we didn't think he was going to be a number one. Mm-hmm. We thought he'd be like a like a QB one for sure. Well, QB one, yeah. I thought maybe, but not the QB you know, one. He went lower in redraft than a lot of people thought. Like, uh, yeah, I got him. A good I deal. picked him up. I picked him up off waivers. Yeah, dude. exactly. Yeah, I thought like a QB eight just because of rushing floor, but yeah, threw so many touchdowns this year, thirty six touchdowns, I believe. But what was his percentage? They had like a nine percent, nine percent touchdown, which is just is he's not the going to he's not going to repeat that. That's no. an absurd. That's the head of Mahomes of last year though by a bit. Yeah, I think. Mahomes last year was actually eight point six. Okay. And we we warned everybody in the offseason, you know, don't don't count on Mahomes repeating the eight point six touchdown percentage. That's just not something you're going to be able to do. Anything above six is usually pretty good. You know, you're looking at guys like Aaron Rodgers sitting around a six percent career touchdown rate. So to expect anything above that's kinda that's asking too much. Tom Brady's yeah. five point four. Okay, so six yeah. is a that's really yeah, good. Six I, I could see Lamar Jackson do two or three years above seven percent for sure. Yeah, that's still high. There's going to be some seasons where he's going to hit six, and people are going to kind of check out on him. But yeah, yeah. That's guys, a lot. even seven percent is too high. Yeah, I'm seeing Twitter trades right now where they're saying, you know, Lamar Jackson straight up for Kyler Murray in early 2021. Yeah, I take that. As much as I love Lamar Jackson, he seems he seems like a delightful human being, but still, I'm taking the other side of that one. I think uh, you'd kind of have to just with this year's draft class. Yeah, yeah I think you, know, you do, like yeah. First five guys there and Kyler Murray. Yep. Yeah, I think you do. Yep. I'd be tempted, that's for sure. I think Kyler Murray might surprise some people next year. I think that offense has gotten better and better as the season's gone on, and this this draft is just epic. I don't know if it's even a surprise. I think he's just going to be great, yeah. Oh, he will, for sure. Well, even just thinking uh, back, if you love uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, Ty, think about this. He's the first quarterback in NFL history to rush for 1,000 yards and throw a 3,000 yards in the same season. Wait, Michael Vick never did that? Nope. Nope. Wow. You didn't have 1,000. Yeah, I know he had 3,000. He had two seasons with 3,000-plus passing yards and one season with 1,000 rushing yards, but never came close to the both in the same Same. season. That was actually impressive, yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to keep the theme going here with some airing of some grievances. The tradition of Festivus begins... With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, we're going to talk about some players that have made, uh, made us upset uh, or anything else fantasy related that we want to talk about. Uh, I think we're going to start off with uh, DST and kickers. Boo. Yeah. This yeah. is airing of grievances here. <laughs> airing of grievances. Yeah. So who, who, who's really upset by the DST and kickers? I, oh, I, we all are. I don't like them. I don't like any of the DST. I don't like any kickers. Yeah. I want them out of my leagues. I don't mind IDP. I, I think love my boy, IDP. I do think my boy Zerline had a good year either. Who cares? Good good kicker, bro. Good yeah, but he's a kicker almost worth drafting. Am I right? No. No? no? Okay. No. I've never Damn drafted it. a kicker in my entire fantasy career. I stopped after that. I'll draft <laughs> positional players and then add a kicker when the season starts. Yeah, even DSTs. DSTs I can live with. Because at least you can kind of, you can go matchup to matchup. You can kind of decide who you want to start each week. But Coming thing, from the Patriots DST owner this year. One thing, I, yes, exactly. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you. One thing I did yeah. not like, Michael Fabiano. I think he's ESPN. Yeah. The most common um, players on fantasy championship rosters. Christian McCaffrey in 49%, which that's awesome. Christian McCaffrey's a beast. Number two, Patriots DST, 42. Yeah, get that out of there. And Darren Waller, 41. Lamar Jackson, 39. Austin Eckler, 32. Those guys are all great. Yeah, they're football players. They're but, not a team yeah. of players. I like that Darren Waller one, though, at... Uh, 
Yeah, we're going to talk about him on our naughty yeah. and nice list there, buddy. Absolutely. Yeah. I can see that. But the fact that uh, a lot of bad rosters got off to a good start just because they had the Patriots DST, that it does bug me. They averaged 22 fantasy points over the first eight weeks. Yeah, at that point, I'd rather just play D- play an IDP league. You know? Yeah, Extra flex spots for DST if yeah. you had to. But, I mean, I, I, with DST, it's completely random. The Patriots had a really easy schedule to start the year, and they have a really talented group. And yeah, it wasn't that surprising sure. that they were that good. But in general, you can pick out matchups that'll still work. I'd rather not be adding a team that plays the Dolphins or Washington every week just to add another flex spot. Like, how much fun is it to go, oh, let's, let's put a waiver claim in. Yeah. All right, yeah. who's playing the Dolphins? Oh, got my top waiver claims. The defense playing the Dolphins. That's I'd rather add like, a do, guy yeah. like Raheem Mostert or like somebody that, was, that wasn't that was owned at the start of the year, especially in non-dynasty yeah. leagues. That's true. And I, I will still take a DST over a kicker any day of the week. Yeah, yeah. DST, DST in a redraft league, sure. Go for it. But in yeah. a dynasty league, fuck off. Yeah, yeah dynasty. Like, if you want to have defensive players, just add a couple IDP. Absolutely, because you're just yeah. rolling every add week. Three. You're just add changing. Three, add you're four. Not, yeah. yeah, and then it, sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't work out. You get one point. Yeah, but it's fun though. You get to you get to know the sport a little better. You get to know yeah. the players a little better. You get to understand like you, there, there's guys like there's guys that I know the names of that I couldn't give a shit about beforehand because I played some IDP. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, just to go into kickers here. I don't want to spend too much time on kickers because everybody they don't knows. deserve it. Is that what you're saying? Everyone knows we don't need <laughs> kickers in fantasy. So I'm not, I'm not going to write read most of what I've written here. It's just get rid of kickers in your fantasy league, guys. Well, what what do you want? Do you want to pick a guy that like like look at Justin Tucker? Yeah, number one, mm-hmm. one of the best, kickers. most accurate kicker in yeah. history. Don't get me started on this here because week 15, I actually had Justin kicker, uh, Justin Tucker in my lineup. Justin as my kicker, kicker. Justin <laughs> that should be his name. Not Justin that week. kicker. <laughs> it wasn't that week. Week 15, I had him, and guess what? I was playing against somebody like Kai Forbath. Who was a free oh, yeah. agent? He yeah. sounds like a Star Wars character. Yeah, he is. Forbath? Like, like Kai Forbath, Jedi. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's yeah, a he's, Jedi. He's a Jedi master. Kai Forbath. Yeah. He's a Jedi master of 18 points against <laughs> me in the playoffs, <laughs> <laughs> which was just irritating. And Justin Tucker put up four points when the Ravens, you know, scored the Jets. What they scored 42 points against the Jets, and he still had four points because kicking is impossible to. It's you can't predict it. And and honestly, to cut a long story short, let's stop wasting our time with kickers, boys. I agree. Cut them, get them, get them out. Know. You know, fantasy is, is it's a bit of a crazy thing. You can't predict everything, but you want to be able to predict as much as you can. And kickers I'll, are just I'll kickers take, are just. I'll uh, take kickers over defense, though. So. Oh no. fuck yeah. off! Yeah, I will. Dave, Sorry. you will take you a, get no ham tonight. <laughs> you will take you will take a new job on a different podcast. <laughs> only, bro- only broccoli for you, bud. Uh, all right, fine. But I, I don't anyway, want, kickers, I don't want kickers or DST in yeah. my in my. I, I'm a big fan of IDP. Yeah. If you check our website, I wrote an article about starting an IDP league, and I'm a big fan of IDP. I've always enjoyed it. Unfortunately, not a lot of people do. But I think if you're going to have defense in a league, I, I even if you have two or three players, it's more fun. You, like I said, you get to learn more about the sport. I'll give you that. You learn guys you normally wouldn't know. I'll yeah, give you I that. love IDP. I, I, lo- I like a nice dynasty league that has IDP included as opposed to a DST. All right. Good points. Any more grievances you want to air? I what? think you made it quite clear there, but I think we're moving on to someone else. So some, someone's backfield. Yeah, this Who's is upset one of my, about that. I'm upset about right. that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm upset about all of these. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the Ford Niners backfield. Kyle Shanahan. I know. I love you, buddy. You're a great coach. Mm-hmm. I guess the Ford Niners are doing just fine this year. Really? I think they're, they're only good. one yeah. of three teams that have clinched. Have they clinched? No, a most, teams most, have clinched. Most, they, most teams have oh, clinched. No, that, no it's, it, there's one. Or am I reading left. yesterday's paper? You're reading a yeah. week's Same you Google feed. They pretty much all clinched now. It's all decided. But the Fort Niners backfield, it's, it's just kind of, it kind of pisses me off. We have four different running backs that have actually led the Fort Niners in fantasy points this week, or this season. 
If Raheem Mostert has done it six times. My boy. Well, kind of. But then you have six times. Tevin Coleman five <laughs> times, Jeff Wilson twice, and Matt Parita twice. Fuck Tevin Coleman. And last week, when, when we all thought Raheem Mostert was the guy, what happened? Oh, you saw know. Debo Samuel was the best running back. Yeah. He went 3 oh, yeah. for 28 with a rushing touchdown. He's a wide receiver. In one of my meaningless, meaningless games, I had Debo yeah. starting. I'm like, yeah. So as soon as we decide, okay, this is going to be Raheem Mostar's backfield. Yeah. No, Debo Samuel is their best running back. Hey, you know what I'm doing this offseason, though? I'm trying to sell Raheem Mostert. I got a, I got a few leagues, man. 100%. And he's been awesome giving the opportunity, but I don't know what to expect. Like, I don't know yeah. if it's going to continue. He's already 27 years old, played for the Eagles, Dolphins, Ravens, Browns, Jets, and Bears. Is he a late bloomer? Maybe. maybe. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's just never given an opportunity. It's possible. I think it's more likely he's playing in a really good situation, and who knows how long he's going to keep getting the bulk of the touches. Yeah. I mean, Bredos looks awesome. At times. And not. So you guys yeah. just rather not deal Jared with any McKinnon, of these guys. Maybe, maybe yeah. Jared McKinnon comes back next year. Yeah. Could be. Who knows? And as much as I like Mostert, I mean, selling, I'm selling him if I can get a decent price. Colonel Mustard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my only problem with the backfield. Ba- my only problem with this backfield is if they actually had like a true number one. That that that's a guy I'd love to own in fantasy. Oh, he, he would he would break leagues, but man. We're not gonna have that guy. No. No. It, it could be what, McKinnon, Mostert, Breda, Coleman next year? Yeah, so I think if you own if you own Mostert, it's it's probably best trade him in the summer. I still think Coleman's gone though. I think I think Coleman's got, yeah. But Burita, he'll 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 be in there. Yeah, I guess yeah, he'll be in there, and then he'll be on the IR, and then then he'll be questionable, and then he'll be playing, and then he'll be questionable. And Jared McKinnon might come back and play. So I kept him in one league. I just put him. I had a spot. Oh, I got Jared McKinnon on my IR. Yeah, yeah. Just trade him. Lost two seasons. I had Jared McKinnon on my IR. I was able to keep him. Painful, but I mean, he's got so much talent. He won me previously a redraft. Just grabbed him, and then boom, he was my flex and. It's a good year. Oh, he's never got me anything. Oh, he got me stuff. Nothing. Here's a guy. Want to go? You want to move on to this guy? Uh, I can. Uh, Adam Gase. Oh, Adam character. Just me again. Do I have I anger problems? You. Guys? Yeah. <laughs> you do might. I have anger problems? I think get, uh, yeah, you got some reasons here, though. I'm sitting here punching a kitten right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently I just have anger problems. You leave my kitten alone. <laughs> I, I love Stan. Stan's a good cat. Stanley. But Adam Gase. What's wrong? Adam Gase. You do not like. Nobody likes Adam Gase. Yeah, just, just nobody can do anything under Adam Gaze. I don't know how this how guy keeps getting get work. How I look at work? his numbers. I'm like, okay, you're worse where you go, and they're worse than the person that had the job before you. It's like yeah. men, men without hats after the safety dance. How do they still get work? <laughs> they, I just don't get they it. They just get work from the safety dance. I, yeah, he doesn't I even have a safety dance. He was an okay OC at one point, but I mean, under Adam Gaze, what? Kenyon Drake sucked. He was unrosterable. Unrosterable. Under Cliff Kingsbury, he's been fantastic. He's turned everything around. He was the fantasy MVP this year. He was. If actually. you owned him, you won your leagues. He won your leagues. Absolutely. Lost two weeks anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. He was one of those guys. Uh, what did Ken Drake do? His recent hot streak, 137 rushing yards, four touchdowns in week 15, 166 and two last week. He's, he's an absolute league winner. Not going to happen under Adam Gase. No. Would not have happened. If he sticks around in Arizona, I mean, we'll see. I Cliff Kingsbury might help <laughs> that. I expect worst case scenario, Kenyon Drake is probably a back end RB one next year. In Miami, he was what an RB three. Yeah, but look at Devontae Parker, man. Yeah, that's, that's even worse. Yeah. Yes, I mean everyone joked about him being a fifth year breakout and finally reaching his schedule, but I think it happened, I think so. and it might have something to do with coaching. Parker had forty seven targets in eleven games last season, four point three per game, less than the Hilson line for running backs. Yeah, and one hundred and seventeen and fifteen and fifteen this year at seven point eight targets per game, far ahead of the Hilson line for running backs. Yep. Absolutely, Tannehill. What's Tannehill? Tannehill starting quarterback. You look, yeah, yeah, absolutely, he and a good well. one. He won a lot of games. How about Mika, how about Mika Fitzpatrick? Ty? 
Yeah, Mika Fitzpatrick's look fantastic. He's great. I yeah. kind of laughed at that trade when the Steelers <laughs> made it, but it's a good trade for him. And I mean, if you what look has at he done with the Jets? He's not like he's not helping the Jets either. Right. Love Bill had 748 rushing yards, three touchdowns, and a career low of 3.3 per carry. Adam Gase made it clear he didn't want Bell uh, this offseason. I think it's a lot of uh, of Jets uh, fans feel the same way about uh, Gase. I think that's safe to say. I don't <laughs> think any Jets fans want him. Yeah, yeah. most Jets fans don't want to let Bell anymore either. Yeah. What, yeah. You guys see an anonymous uh, Jets player actually said this week that they respect uh, defensive coordinator Greg Williams, but no beer respects Adam Gase. I believe that. No, for sure. What about Sam Darnold? Poor fucker. I don't know if I don't. I don't know that Adam Gase is the right guy to develop Sam no, Darnold. I like his talent, but I, I think he's I the like wrong Sam guy. Darnold. But I also, I also, I don't think Adam Gase is there more than another year or two. Yeah, if he's not fired this offseason, he might be. Everyone in the NFL listening right now, which is I'm sure I'm assuming everyone. Can we add some other coaches here? Can we add a couple other guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's add Adam Gase, Doug Marone, Doug Marone. Yeah, fuck Doug Jason Garrett. Fuck Jason Garrett. I never liked yeah. Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett, get out of the NFL. Yeah, yeah we don't the need Cowboys actually have a good team, and you're fucking ruining them. Yes. Yeah. Tony Romo, come down from the broadcast oh, booth. Oh, that'd be great. But he's so good there, <laughs> and though. And coach the Cowboys. I just want Tony I just want Tony Romo to call every single game ever. because he's, he, he's, he's delightful. Yeah. He's delightful. He explains things in a way that don't make you feel stupid for not knowing it. Yeah. He's, he's fantastic. I like him. Jason Witten can well, no, just keep playing because he was terrible in the broadcast yeah. booth. Uh, he might be a worse tight end, though, Ty. Yeah, he might be, but... Yeah, I would agree with you, Garrett. I always Tony wonder Marone why he's still there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. And, and Doug Marone, like, get get out of Jacksonville. What do you guys feel about the Rams, though? Oh God! Oh Dave, 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 who you blame on this one? I want to air some grievances on the on the, on the L.A. Rams. The whole team. Uh, I don't think a specific player or coach. Uh, I believe they all failed as a team. They made the Super Bowl last year. You certainly wouldn't know it. Uh, I thought for sure this was going to be their, their, their year. Goff and McVay both got some playoff experience under their belt. I mean, they're not even making the playoffs this year. Playoffs! 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 Uh, Gurley, obviously, I mean, he's not playing the potential. They're not using him as uh, uh, enough, but they can't really. Maybe, I don't know. It's just uh, defense wasn't it's as good. It's man. It's got the yeah. arthritis. The defense as a, t- as a whole, not as good this year. Nope. Uh, that's very disappointing. Gorf. I was very disappointed. I assumed they were going to win that division. Did you see the report this morning? Uh, apparently, uh, Phillips isn't coming back as the defensive coordinator. I think that's probably for the best, too. McVay's going to let him go. I think let, let him retire. Yeah. He's had a great career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was fantastic there last year. He had some good it's years. nothing against him. Yeah. yeah. But I think they clearly need to do a coaching shakeup there. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like the team knows what they're going to do now. Like last year was a surprise. Like the McVay offense just kind of took everyone yeah. su- by surprise. I don't know how the Bon Phillips defense took anyone yeah. by surprise because <laughs> he's been around since Dickety Six. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, no, the Rams. Are, I think the Rams still have the. They still have the horses. They still. Yeah. They still are going to be a good team for years to come. This year is definitely the most disappointing year. I think I could it's have tough. We've seen we've yeah. seen this in the NFL before. This yeah. happens. You fix Absolutely. Up the Will they game planning better for the, this year? Yeah, this maybe. Part of it, I, think, I think so. Yeah. It's part of it. I think teams are prepared. And maybe we'll they, they didn't make the adjustments, and I think and division's good. Yeah, division's well, I thought, great. See, yeah. I thought the head coach would have made McVeigh would have made you know changes because McVay's he's young. Bright, he's like you know, he's like, a bright oh. guy. He's innovating. Yeah. But I mean, you, you can only you, do know, so you much. can only plan for so much. Yeah, right? I suppose. But, well, uh, see, I don't, I'm not an actual NFL analyst. I'm a fantasy nerd. Yeah, yeah. So I can only tell you so much, but. I'm a fantasy stud. Yeah, you certainly are this year. Won two leagues. I hate to admit you're it. You're as smart you as okay you are. I'm as smart as I had some. You're as smart as you are. Good looking, Jay. Near. Yeah. Not that good looking. You look like I'm gonna me. get. That's I, not. That's not good. That's not good for you, Ty. I'm gonna continue yeah. my 15 year rebuild. Keep going. <laughs> you keep going, buddy. Um, You'll get there one day. <laughs> yeah, uh, in, right. the, in the Shiva Bowl, Dave drafted Maurice Jones Drew on point first overall. <laughs> He's still rebuilding. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, all right, guys, uh, let's move on uh, to our naughty and uh, nice list. Now, obviously, we're not going to go with any obvious ones. Obviously, it was nice to have uh, Lamar, uh, you know, the obvious ones. We're going to go with a little, a little more obscure, I think, uh, of guys on both lists, naughty and nice. Uh, so in the spirit, uh, we're going to make a list, and we're going to talk about some players um, that are naughty. I, I, you know, I just said all this. I'm going to say it again. Naughty or nice. Makes sense. So, so naughty or players you don't like, yeah, and nicer really players we do like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah is that what you're that. trying to say? Yeah. Well, we're not going to go with guys like Chris Godwin. Yeah, we're not exactly. That's what I'm trying Some to say. Some guys that are, you can, know, get, boys. Can I talk about Jameis Winston? Oh, you could definitely because he's on both lists. Which list? Yes. Though, which he's list? on okay. both lists. Yeah, so yes. that's a perfect example. He's 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 naughty and he's been nice. Why though? Talk about Jameis. I think it's pretty obvious why. Right. I, mean, I mean, if you listen to our podcast, we're pretty... 5,000 yards? 5,000 yards. My biggest issue is this year yeah. he's been nice, but what's nice. his future look like? It doesn't look that great, Ugh. man. Like, what does his future look as an NFL QB? That, that's, where, that's where I don't know. Like, the Bucs are planning on bringing him back, franchise tagging him, apparently. Yeah, they are. I don't know that wasn't true, makes sense, or that but wasn't true. I think no, it is, they're, man. They're going to, for okay. sure. But $27 million next year, which is about a million per INT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's still allowed to use my bathroom since we... What we did? Yeah. So what? Ten episodes ago, yeah. where James was yeah. allowed to use my bathroom because he had a he piss all over the place. Yeah, he cannot pee with the seat down because no, 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 he'll miss it. It's funny because Russell Wilson was allowed to, but then recently I'm I'm a little yeah. I'm a little angry at Russell. Are you? Yeah, man. Okay. You know who I dressed in, in the? You had your in, chance in earlier week? to bring him up. You uh, DK silly. Metcalf zero yeah. points my last week. Oh, rough. That yeah. that hurt. That hurt, man. Yeah. But he's a rookie. I'm not going to put him on my naughty list. But on a rookie that almost hits a thousand yards, he's going to hit my nice list okay. every time. Can I give you something on Jameis Winston that I think is interesting, though? This is actually from uh, Heath Cummings. Uh, he's a CBS football analyst. I think we all know who he is. I think everybody does here, <laughs> but uh, listening, they might not. He's a good follow, though. This guy has no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. But the first five years of their career, I'm going to name you Peyton Manning. 7.3 yards of attempts. Jameis Winston, 7.7. Mm. 6.7 yards average. Jameis Winston, 7.2. 4.9% touchdown rate. James Winston, 4.7. INT rate. Peyton Manning, 3.6. James Winston, 3.4. Quarterback rating for Peyton Manning, first five years, 85.9. James Winston, 87. Interesting. This guy, it's a different era. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different era. Things have changed. Obviously, we know what the pass interference calls and things like that. It's a bit easier on quarterbacks now. But this guy's not sunk, man. He he could actually be a really good quarterback. No, I think I think the Bucks have kind of seen the full Jameis experiences here. Too. Definitely, yeah. You know, seven games, three turnover worthy plays, multiple quarterbacks of a ten or fewer turnover worthy plays for the entire season. Back to back forty yard efforts, though fourth highest target point total in league. I don't know. Fantasy numbers don't lie. QB five overall. Jackson, Watson, Wilson, and Prescott are the only one ahead of him in six point passing per TD. QB four overall and four point per. Yeah, he's just, he's just a volatile quarterback. He throws a lot of... He looks nicer in fantasy. A lot of positive and a lot of negative graded stuff. Well, as per uh, Steve Palazzo of uh, Pro Football Focus, since 2010, there have been only nine instances in which a quarterback has ranked in the top 20% of both positively and negatively rated <laughs> a thrown in a given season. James Winston has four of them. Tw- 2015... Wow. 17, 18, and 19. So he's like as big an asset to his team as he is a detriment? <laughs> exactly. Well, in a way, but I mean, like the most volatile quarterbacks are great as per pro football focus. Matthew Stafford this year. Jameis Winston this year. 
Jameis Winston 2018, Cam Newton 2017, <laughs> Jameis Winston 2017, Matt Barkley Matt 2016, Barkley. Matt Barkley. Jameis Winston 2015, Eagles? Eagles or something? Cam Newton 2014, Jay Cutler 2010. So he's obviously he's hitting both. <laughs> he's hitting both aspects, but at the same time, the guy's going to throw for 5,000 yards. Yeah, he is. At a certain point, do we look back at this guy and think like, oh, it's kind of like Brett Favre in his day where he just threw a ton of passes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so, but no. So naughty or nice? I guess it depends on who you ask. No, I, yeah. I think James for Winston. Me, James Winston for nice for fantasy. I want a grade right naughty now. Naughty if yeah. he's your fucking quarterback yeah, for yeah. your real life That's fantasy. Real life I dynasty. want a grade or, right uh, now. Not, naughty or nice? Yeah. James nice. Wilson. He's nice, man. <laughs> nice, he's abso- Dave. No, he's more than nice. He is a fucking saint. Okay, Jay's going nice, Dave. Because you got him for nothing. You picked him up on waiver wires in standard standard leagues. You picked him up for uh, nothing in dynasty leagues. Jay, we have your we got your point. So you're on I nice. love him. <laughs> I'll nice. wipe his bobum for him. Hi. You know what? I don't own him, so I'm not investing in any fantasy. So I'm just going to go with his real life. I'm saying he's naughty. He's saying naughty. Pitcher, naughty. naughty or nice? Nice. I'm going nice too. Three to one. Okay, well, easy. He's, he's a little naughty. I think I was a little more passionate than anyone else was, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you said everything I needed to say, Jay. Okay. I love Jameis, and I think if you own him in All fantasy, right. you got it for cheap. And you, probably, you probably get it for cheap in the. Uh, in the summer now, oh, go, yeah. for it. go for it. I, I'm, I'm a little concerned well, that about his nice. longevity that just because be of the nice. fact that he's, yeah. uh, you know, he throws so many INTs. And I said nice, right? We're say win yeah. games for yeah. teams, but Sorry, uh, I've been drinking. That, that concerns me a little more. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been drinking, Ty. All uh, right. Well, no, let's, no, move we let's, let's move go on. Naughty. Let's go naughty. Let's go naughty. Oh, let's get naughty. Let's get naughty. Uh, our first gunner list, I believe. Uh, I like this one. I can agree with this one. David Johnson. Been a oh, very naughty boy. Uh, it hurts. Cold uh, ass talking, my friend. It was rough right from me. Right from the get-go, really, after what, week one, week two? It was, uh, he went right to the naughty list at that He had point. a couple of big weeks, but it was all passing. He, he hasn't rushed yeah. well all year. Uh, so bad. I think it looks like the Cardinals may opt to cut him, despite the fact that I'll leave him with a huge uh, dead cap hit. I don't know if they, they cut will. him the year after next, though. It's not gonna That's way better. Yeah. I don't know if they'll cut him next year or not. They might try and trade him. But Is there any hope if you're a David Johnson owner? I don't know. Give me any hope at all? I don't know. I think you hope that he's traded. He would look good in Tampa. Imagine him reuniting with Bruce Arians. He's still a great running back. I, like, I, Tampa, I, don't, yeah. I don't get yeah. the... I think that'd be good. I, I'm not be sure what Arizona did this year. Like, I really am I'm, I'm confused. I don't know. Kenan Drake looks pretty good. Kenan Drake looks fucking fantastic, but David Johnson was one of the best running backs in the NFL the last three fucking years. Well, maybe he's not. He is. He's, he's had, excellent. He's only had the two really good years, yeah. though. But he's still an excellent running back. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he ever really was. I think he I was. I think he just got found some holes, had a good he, old line. I don't know. Like never, never good old line in Arizona. Never, <laughs> never, never, never. Okay, nope. Okay, night. But, but he might be uh, like you guys. Remember when Dark, uh, Demarco Murray came back? Yes, he had the huge season. Uh, the Cowboys in twenty fourteen. Yes. It was what? I'm gonna look this up. Just give me a sec here. Two thousand sixteen. No, two thousand fourteen. Fourteen. Eighteen hundred forty five rushing yards, four hundred sixteen receiving yards. The Cowboys, four hundred forty nine touches. That's insane. Then the next year, he went to the Eagles in that big contract. Yes. yes. Just, just over 1,000 scrimmage yards, 3.6 yeah. yards a carry. Everybody thought he was done. They thought he was too worked. Too worked. He was just not going to be able to produce anymore. And then he came back. It was what He went to Tennessee. And he came back with 1,200 rushing yards, 1,664 total yards afterwards. He came back. He's one of those guys that was able to prove that, you know, he wasn't done. He wasn't overworked. He came back. David Johnson might be one of those guys if he goes somewhere else next year. Tampa's a spot I can see that happening. Oh, that'd be lovely. I'd love to see him in Tampa. But I think the biggest concern for me with David Johnson is, that he's, like, like Ty said earlier, is he's had two seasons with huge NFL numbers. Uh, rookie season, he started, what, five games? Six games? Five games? Missed almost the entire yeah. 2017, 2017 season with injury. The college touches, though. 
Is that where you're going? Yeah, college. Yeah, man, I'm looking at college. You had 1,007 touches. This is huge, actually. Nick this Chubb, is 789. Saquon Barkley, 773. Dalvin Cook, 766. Let's go down the list a little further, because I'm not going to name every quarter, every running back in the NFL. Alan Kamara, 284. Yeah. That makes a huge fucking difference. Even like Lev Bell, 749. Chris McCaffrey, 731. Like... That's a lot of touches, and you're looking at a thousand touches in college for David Johnson. I think he was just used a little bit too much. I think if running, if you're compare running backs to anything, I would compare them to tires. Like you can only go so far with these guys before they're they worn. They start to wear out. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, and maybe he's worn out. I don't know. I if if I right now I don't own David Johnson in any league, I wouldn't mind buying him right now because you're gonna get him for fucking nothing. Does it? Uh, like there was yeah. a, there was a trade last year where Lev Bell and David Johnson switched spots. Mm-hmm. I would rather own Easy. David Johnson right now, personally. I actually don't. I don't think I would rather own Lev Bell. I think I, Lev I Bell's worth. Lev Bell would cost you so much more. I would like David I, Johnson costs you fucking nothing right now. I do own David Johnson one league, and I would trade him for Lev Bell. I would trade him for Lev Bell too, but, but I, I think it's pretty. I don't think it's that far off. But I don't think you're, I don't think you're paying much for David Johnson though. You're not paying much for Lev Bell so. either. So there you go. Interesting. Trade one it's for one. So yeah. let's just say let's just say we're doing we're doing this year. Let's do let's do a twenty a twenty twenty pick. What pick are you giving for David Johnson right now? Third what, round? What pick am I giving for him? Would you do a third round for him? Would I give a third round for him? Yes. Easy. Absolutely. Would you give a second for him? No. Me either. No. <laughs> so, so we're an impasse. So we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. I'd so. say late second. Maybe, uh, maybe, late, maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe a late second. Yeah. I, would have to, I would have to go through the draft and see yeah. who's taken before him. Because we're still at the point now where like at this point, like we did our draft class last last week. And like there's some guys there. Yeah, we were pretty high. We were pretty low, whatever. But I think at this point, we have to see where these guys go. Because well, Nikhil yeah. Harry, like who the fuck thought Nikhil Harry would have been a huge pick last year? Because he ended up in the Patriots. Also at the same time. Nikhil Harry's dropped behind about seven or eight other wide receivers now. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking like, I'm talking like at the draft, though. Also, stay tuned. You're you're going to see my top 12 rookie wide receiver rankings from this year. Are we? Later in the show, Doc. Oh, okay. There we are. Absolutely. Oh, wow. You guys are in for a treat here. Maybe I should read the show, Doc, before I start talking. (laughs) You probably should. No, my my whole point was that Nikhil Harry was a guy that nobody was taking the first round last year. Now, it also became a first round pick because he ended up with the Patriots. It didn't work out for anybody. It took him in the first round, but it, really. it, it does have a validity to where they actually fall. Absolutely. A part of it's like just the actual talent and, you know, things going into the draft. A lot of it is yeah, position. Talent, though, for sure. Position, where they land. Okay. Well, and at this point, I think with talent and position, I'd like to take a, 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 quick, a quick word for our sponsors. Yeah. From talent and position. Also, sure. I would just say Hakeem Butler. Lots of talent. Didn't land in a great spot. Buy Hakeem Butler. I would buy. I'll, you have a key brother? I'll buy him. Now a word from our sponsors. Friend Price. <laughs> Sponsor. Hello. I'm Russell Oliver, and I buy your used jewelry. If you have gold rings, gold earrings, I'll give you cash. If you have diamonds, bring them to me. I'll give you cash. I love gold. Bring me your old gold, and I'll give you cash. Because I'm the cash man. Hey, we're back from our break, continuing on our naughty list. And it wouldn't be a naughty list without a couple Cleveland Browns, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. A few naughty guys there. Uh, we're going to stay with Baker Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham. Let's add Freddie Kitchens to that. We're going to add Freddie yeah, Kitchens. Yeah, he should have been the coaching naughty You're right. list. I'm sorry I missed him there. Yeah. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Garrett, make room for Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> That's right. Move over. 
Uh, yeah, I was going to say Brown's coaching has to be in that somewhere. Uh, no, I'd say Mayfield, uh, he's getting a lot of the blame. I don't think it's all necessarily deserving. It's not all his fault. Um, no, probably not, no. I mean, I'd say some bad luck plays, uh, so a lot of things out of his control, uh, a lot of factors in there. Uh, There's some good defensive picks on him. Uh, I don't know, but uh, all in all, disappointing, I would yeah, say. He's disappointing for sure, but I would still say I think Baker Mayfield, if you're in a super flex league... That's a good buy candidate. It's a good spot for him. Good buy candidate. Mm -hmm. Buy him low. Because I don't think he's been as bad as his numbers say. His turnover-worthy play rate this year has barely moved. It was 3.1 last year, 3.3 this year. So he's basically doing the same stuff he was doing last year. He's just getting picked a lot more. Yeah. Play calling, maybe? Play calling? Some of his play calling, I think a lot of it's actually just bad luck. Rushed O line. Is he right? The O line? He's getting oh, rushed. A lot of rush plays. Yeah, oh, the O line's bad, fantastic, Dave. Yeah. They're one of the best O lines in football, so no one ever. Some of these also, some issues also there. I think the receiving core has let him down a bit. I think Odell's let him down. Yeah, I think Odell, I mean, we're, we're even ranking him at Dynasty at this point. Maybe. Top five? No. <laughs> no. Probably ten, not top for me ten, anymore, maybe? No. Not anymore for me, man. Top ten, maybe. Yeah, I, I'm only ranking him top ten because I feel like I, I have yeah, to. Have still. to. You have to. But yeah. he, he might have been number one for you, like overall coming into the season. Uh, he was for me at one point. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he was high. And I think he was high. Well, I mean, look at this year though. He's, he is playing through injury. He's got a sports hernia. Smart. His first year, his first three years in the league though, he was a threat for 1,400 yards and yeah. double-digit touchdowns. Double. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, almost 100 yards per game. Yeah, that's pretty massive. Uh, injuries did definitely slow down his past few seasons with the Giants and definitely this one as well. He's got yeah. seven drops this year. Yeah, on, con- on catchable passes. Too. On catchable passes. Yeah. Like not seven drops in general, but on catchable passes. Yeah, that's passes. a little high for him. Yeah. Second highest total of his career. It gives him a drop rate of 9.5% of catchable targets, which is among the worst 10 wideouts in the NFL. Yeah, interesting stat here. That's uh, concerning. Yeah. Most incompletions due to wide receiver fault as per pro football focus. Michael Gallup at 13, Odell at 12, and Julian Edelman at the 11. Gallup kind of surprised me. Yeah, interesting. No, Gallup's a kid, though. He is. Yeah. I, yeah. I haven't watched enough of him to play. I don't know he's putting up some numbers. but He's not in the dock right now, but Michael Gallup, buy him. I would put him in a buy of him list because Beckham at this point. I don't think Amari Cooper's coming back. I don't know if they can franchise tag him. This is We're going to talk about this later on yeah. in the summer. But Michael Gallup, if you can get him right now, f- fucking buy him. Absolutely. Shut up, you're take you're my money. Back in one receiver one, uh, top of yeah. one receiver two, future wise. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Odell, he's, mm-hmm. just, he's not doing what he used to do. Yeah, like, he's doing less than he ever did before with the ball in his hands. Every full season of his career is before this one. He's broken at least double digit tackles. He's been regarded as one of the best wide receivers in football after the catch. Yeah. This season yeah. sits at what? Six forced missed tackles, and he's averaging it's a lot, the yeah. second fewest yards after the catch per reception of his career. Yeah. Oh, good. Maybe it'll just take him a bit of time. I mean, Jarvis Landry was terrible his first year with the Browns, and he looked good this year. <laughs> he's better than Odell. Jazers. Yeah, he looked quite good this year. All right. So <sighs> maybe, maybe that's all it takes. It takes a bit of time. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. We'll see. I'm, I'm telling you, he's not. It's definitely not my top ten, and I'm not drafting him, and, uh, or even looking at him myself. I, I don't think I am either. Actually, no. He's, he's, he's. I didn't name, last year. His didn't name holds too yeah. much value, man. Yeah. So his name alone is worth like like ten points over what I he feel actually like he, does. He was, if I had him, I'd be throwing him out there and, and talk. I don't have him, so I'm not. I'm not looking no. to have him either. I I don't feel like you can sell him right now just because his value is yeah. low. I think same as our next guy, a little bit naughty this year, and this one's a little close to home because uh, I had him in a couple of leagues, so I can definitely attest to this. Rams Brandon Andrew. Cooks, yeah, oh, yeah. yes, Brandon Cooks. He had a rough year. Um, he had an okay week, uh, sixteen points. 
He was four out of six for 39 yards. Uh, in week a 16. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah it was that's just because he got in the end zone. So if you start him, uh, if you start him this week, he didn't kill you. Uh, don't get me wrong. But I can't imagine anyone probably even started. How Cooks. could you start him? I mean, you know, I, c- I can't start him this year. Yeah. Maybe the first three weeks, hoping yeah. he would do what he did before. Definitely was my WR1 as I was hoping for. Well, if you don't want to start him this week or this uh, year, think about this. From week 8 to week uh, 15, Cooks was the wide receiver, 117th overall. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's more. Don't worry, don't worry. If you're starting him during that uh, stretch, you probably won't be uh, in a meaningful game in the championship week. So think about that. Did I tell you I was in ninth place in a couple of leagues? I think Cooks was yeah. on the <laughs> team. <of all> the <laughs> that's so, funny. Man. I, I mean, look know. at 20, since 2015, he's been wide receiver 14, 9, 7, 12, and 13. Prior mm. to this year, he's one of the more consistent wide receivers in fantasy. Yeah, I think actually there, I think there is a bit of buy low appeal to him because of that exact reason. He's been a really consistent back end wide receiver one, maybe top end wide receiver two kind of guy. Anyway, he lands on good spots. If the Rams decide to move on from him, he'll probably end up being on the well, Packers. One of the next best teams, yeah. The Packers. He'll be in the Packers. Yep. He'll be catching mm-hmm. balls for Aaron Rodgers. So I think mm-hmm. there's actually some... He's a decent buy low guy if you can get him for... I'm seeing people move on from him for like a third. Ooh, really? If you can do that, I, I would say just grab him. Yeah. Even look at like 2015 and 2018. His targets are 129, 117, 114, 117. And his yards were 1138, 1173, 1082, and 1204. One of the main focus of the offense, despite being spread across three different teams. Yeah. 2019 stats, not so good. 13 games, 67 targets, 39 Oof. receptions, 543 receiving yards, and two touchdowns. I didn't think it was that bad yeah, until you just year. put that line it's in. It's been, been bad been enough year yeah. for him, yeah. Again, I was ninth place. Like it's, starting, it's starting to all kind of make sense I mean, to you got to kind of wonder about a guy that teams just keep moving on from. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, there's a reason why teams are moving on yeah. from him. Because he's naughty. At the same time, he's, he, he's, actually, he's naughty. He's, naughty. <laughs> he's a naughty boy. He's a naughty boy. He's a naughty boy. But if teams keep moving on from him, there's a reason why. Yeah, absolutely. You get you. You have to run away from him. This guy, this next guy, you can't. He can't even run away from you. Are we talking about Sony <laughs> Michelle? He's run away. He doesn't want to run away from anyone in college since college, dude. Yeah. He will plot away from you. Well, that's Sony <laughs> Michelle for those who haven't. He will him. slowly walk away from you. Uh, for those of you that don't have her show doc in front of you, and then pull yeah. his hamstring. I think a lot of people. I think even some in this room were pretty high on Michelle entering the season. Guilty. Um, just Jay, not me. Okay. No, sorry, I was, sorry, I I was high on him. Too. I'm guilty. Uh, I was high on him. Well, his dominant playoff performance made him look like a potential touchdown leader entering 2019. Uh, he is the RB41 uh, in half PPR <laughs> yeah, in bad. fantasy per game. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Just averaging yeah. just a smidge over eight. Uh, go get him, Tiger. Yeah. Uh, probably <laughs> not what owners were expecting. Uh, what are you doing? I'm going to talk to, to Jay here. What are you doing as the Sony Michelle owner? <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Assuming you still own it. I just hope he repeats last year's playoffs and yeah. I'm going to sell him as fast as I can. Yeah. Like, I'm, not, I'm not buying Damian Harris. And Harris has done nothing as a rookie, but if Michelle continues to look like a plotter, like he does, uh, Harris might get a chance, man. If I can, do, if I can, if I can interject here, I think I would buy. I do own Sony Michelle in one league. Okay, our dynasty half PPR league that all four of us are in. I actually did draft Sony Michelle fairly highly. He's my number two running back. Takes a big man to admit that. Number three, actually, because I have uh, Christian McCaffrey and Todd Gurley. Oh, humble oh. brag. Well, no, Christian. McCaffrey. Well, no, I mean Todd Gurley is my number one pick. It, it, it didn't work out great. But uh, Sony Michelle was supposed to be my guaranteed flex. Yep. And it hasn't worked out. No. I haven't had Sony Michelle in my lineup for six, seven, eight weeks. Oh, wow. I only played I only played Sony about three weeks starting. He's got this some week. depth though. Or this year. Good. Oh, he's of depth, dude. You do. In that That's league true. I barely I barely started Sony <laughs> in that league. 
But I actually am trying to trade for Damian Harris. Yeah, because you, you can get it for nothing. <laughs> and it's one of Michelle's so bad. He's so, so bad, bad this year. He's so bad. I think I'm getting an Xbox just because I don't want Sony. <laughs> oh, so. oh yeah, no, no PS5 for me. Don't you have both? He, he's just been so next bad. generation. You're gonna buy both. I know I will. <laughs> First day. He's mm-hmm. been so bad. I probably will try to acquire Damon Harris for nothing. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's just, just, just to have somebody. I mean, Rex Burkhead looked like a fucking beast there last yes. week. Yes. And Rex Burkhead and James White are not going to be there forever. No. So somebody has to do something, and it might be Sony Michelle. We might find out Sony Michelle was playing with injury or something. And yeah. Well, he's scoring less fantasy points per game. Uh, than uh, less than Carlos Hyde. Carlos, yeah. is that right? Yeah. Uh, Adrian Peterson. Uh, and backups like, uh, as we were talking about earlier, Latavius Murray and Jamal, Jamal Williams. Williams. Oh, the my Packers, God, yes. So. Well, even after back-to-back decent games, 89, yard, 89 yards uh, rushing in week 15 and 96 in week uh, 16, Michael still had sitting at a really mediocre fantasy uh, total, and his real-life play hasn't been much better because... Pro Football uh, Focus currently has him graded at a 63.7 on the year. So Michelle can't help you with fantasy, but he can't help you with blocking or real life running back. <laughs> there. So that's good. That's it. Well, uh, Michelle's fantasy outlook will always be limited due to his lack of use in that passing game, as uh, Ty just mentioned as well. Like, he doesn't block, doesn't, uh, doesn't catch the ball. He's pretty one-dimensional. I don't know. He, so. he, he could block. He could actually catch the ball in college, too. You could. He did. I actually thought he actually had a chance to be a good pass. I thought he was a good three-down back. back. You yeah. guys were both wrong. A three-down back. Yeah. He was actually decent in Georgia, though. He's that second down where he will get you three, four yards. But in Georgia, I mean, in 2015, 26 receptions, 2016, 22 receptions, 2017, he had nine, but you know, still 96 yards and a touchdown. He looked like a guy to me that I could actually catch the ball, but in the NFL, it, it has not translated. Maybe it's because James Blake. Zero, t- zero, zero touchdowns, I think, in the receiving game. In the NFL, zero career. touchdowns. Yeah. Well, here's a guy next to our list who... Uh, also has zero who touchdowns. Have very many yeah, touchdowns. who is even, uh, I would say, a little more naughtier than, more than uh, zero, so Michelle. Uh, <laughs> some guy who's supposed to catch the ball. That's his position. Um, <laughs> but he's up there putting up Sony Michelle receiving numbers as well. Uh, it's Corey Davis with only two TDs, zero, yeah, 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 zero yeah, hundred yeah, yard yeah, games, yeah. and five or fewer targets in uh, eleven games Corey this Davis. season. He's terrible. Are we <sighs> done with him or what? It just doesn't seem like it's going to happen to Corey. And I have to ask, as a Corey yeah. owner, what, what do I do with this guy? Dave, I'm not going to get much for him. Dave, Is he Devontae Parker? Is he a fifth year breakout? Maybe. I hope so. That's Devon, my only hope. Devontae Adams. Maybe. 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 Devontae Maybe. Adams also late breakup. He should change his name to Devontae. Not, yeah, he's going to say. Devontae <laughs> Davis. If he was named Devontae Davis, I'm going to be interested. Yeah. Yeah, wide receiver 65 this year, just yeah. one spot ahead of Kendrick Bourne. Wow. If you know his name, you're I, in a deep league. I know his name. I just know who, where he plays. <laughs> yeah, three yeah. spots ahead of John Ross, who played, what, half a season? Yeah. He played seven games, I think, John Ross. Yeah. 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 I mean, Davis, he hasn't scored a touchdown since week seven. He's averaging 34 yards per game since that span. Like, let's stop even thinking about this. This is A.J. Brown's team. A.J. Brown's the wide receiver there. Way, yeah. Corey Davis, if you own Corey Davis. I do. I'm sorry. Okay. Me too. <laughs> well, now what uh, do I do? <laughs> hang on to him. Hope for a couple of big Tell weeks. us what to do, Ty. I don't want to have him anymore. <laughs> 
But I don't <laughs> want to just give him away either. I want. I still. Absolutely. I have a little bit of hope, though. Yeah, hang on. Yeah. Do we hope for a couple? We'll, we'll talk about our hope later, Dave. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're gonna need some crystals. I mean, yeah, hope, I so. hope is not gone. You just have to hope for like Devonte Parker type production, which okay. probably won't happen. No. But otherwise, you hang on to him and you see what happens. Yeah. But even look at like like Saint, the Saints' quarterback, Marshawn Lattimore, shadowed AJ Brown on 100 percent of his roots last week. Opposing teams are game planning to stop AJ Brown. Quiddy yeah. is still doing yeah. shit. What do you have last week? Three receptions, 40 yards, man. Yeah, that was that was not facing the top. Yeah, the top the dude hasn't either. scored a touchdown since week seven. He's averaging 34 yards per game in that span. Yes, AJ yes. Brown's hurts. team, boy. I already yeah. said that. Yeah, yeah, that hurts. Ricard Davis's longest career catch is 51 yards. Nice. AJ Brown had a 51 yard or better reception in five different games this year. In his rookie season, so he's. Are you saying AJ Brown might be a little bit better? He might Corey be Davis, a skosh, or more trusted. AJ Brown might be like a like a notch better. Yeah, just or like overall. by a notch you mean like it's a big notch, incrementally better. I'd be yeah. depressed though talking about all these misses here. Yeah, because yeah. I like Corey Davis. He's like, can we talk about somebody nice? You're, oh, right, you're right. All right. All right. Well, let's move all on right. to the let's nice let's list. Let's take a word from our sponsors here and move on to the nice list. These aren't actually our sponsors. This is just something I found funny in the internet. I like funny things in the internet. Hello, Charlie Kelly here. Local business owner and cat enthusiast. Is your cat making too much noise all the time? Is your cat constantly stomping around, driving you crazy? Is your cat clawing at your furnitures? Think there's no answer? You're so stupid! There is! Kitten mittens! Finally, there's an elegant, comfortable mitten for cats! Alright guys, we're moving on with our nice list. We just finished off uh, our dinner there. It was delightful uh, ham. Uh, that was a nice little meal. Sweet potatoes were uh, quite a delight, Jay. They yeah. were fluffy. They were good. They were yeah. delicious. Creamy. I use it as Very ketchup on creamy. my broccoli. It was it was amazing. Don't refer to anything I ever cook as ketchup. <laughs> you oh, should Jesus. be flattered that I didn't use ketchup. That is, in my culture, quite flattering. What the fuck kind of culture uses ketchup Scottish. on things? Like Scottish. <laughs> okay. Very okay. bland. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Have you heard of salt? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll tell you a couple guys that weren't bland, or actually I'll tell you a, a whole group of guys that weren't bland this year, and that's the 2019 rookie, uh, rookie receiver class. Is this our nice group? This is our nice, oh, definitely our nice yeah, group. This is our nice, nice group, group. Here, yeah. Uh, we're going to head her off with uh, Terry McLaurin and uh, A.J. Brown. Yeah, you see Terry McLaurin, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf. There's a lot of nice... A lot of nice rookie receivers this year. We talked about them a lot uh, last week and the week before, so we won't go too, too much into detail here. But McLaurin, A.J. Brown, Fantastic. McLaurin, uh, he earned a receiving grade from Pro Football Focus, 85.1 in his rookie season. Mm-hmm. And, uh, AJ with the Brown, Washington Redskins. With the Redskins. Redskins. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Yep. AJ Brown, 80.6 with the Tennessee, Tennessee Titans. Titans. Also impressive. Well, especially the Marcus Mariota-led Tennessee Titans. Yep. Yeah, and those grades are just good. <laughs> I'd like to see his grade since Tannehill took over. I bet you it's significantly you know, better. It's definitely better, yes. But those grades aren't just high for rookie receivers. They're just actually good as far as you know all receivers go. McLaurin actually ranks eighth among 92 wide receivers with 250 or more roots around the season. Well, Brown is at 12th. What about that forgotten so rookie, though? I want to talk about that, Jay. Let me handle the that forgotten guy. forgotten rookie. Da- Dave, I think, has been tooting his horn for yeah. quite so a while now. Lots of good rookie receivers. One guy nobody's talking about, though. Some well, no, people are talking about him, but Dave's been talking about him before I think anybody, other than his, maybe his mother, talked about him. 
No, we don't talk about that. Yeah, who's this, Dave? <laughs> uh, some guy, Mr. Uh, Mr. Slayton. Have you guys heard of this uh, guy? Darius, I believe his first name is. Yes. Have you heard of this guy? You heard of this guy? I heard of this guy. Anyways, I did mention a few weeks ago um, about this guy. I watched him play, and I saw something special. I really did. In his eyes? No, I didn't know his mask was kind of blocking his eyes. Twinkle in his eyes, though, if you yeah. didn't notice it. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. <laughs> I, did the, I zoomed in on it. Anyways, that was uh, the rookie, uh, Darius Slayton. Um, he's got a lot of press this year, and I think just a, uh, justifiably so. Um, A.J. Brown, Hollywood Brown, McLaurin, Metcalf, Debos, those are all fine names. Yeah, that's uh, a good class. That's a good class. There's a, lot of yeah. there's a lot of potential studs, yeah. studs there. Make no mistake. But one man is really being overlooked, and that is my man, Darius Slayton. Would you guys disagree? I don't know. Let's look at his lines. I don't think I disagree, Dave. Oh, no, that's good. I, I was worried I, for a sec. I think, I think there was. A, I think it was what two, three weeks ago. Where I, I said to Ty, "Is he wide receiver three? And he said, "Maybe four. Yeah, maybe. I, th- I think yeah. we we're both maybe correct. I or still maybe think. I, I still think I don't about know, that. Yeah, but yeah. Let's, see, let's see what he tops out with a with a healthy lineup. But uh, you're not wrong there, bud. Yeah, 73 targets this year, 44 receptions, 690 yards, 8 touchdowns. AT, that's what really stands out that's for me. That's pretty good. The 8 touchdowns is yeah. fantastic. It's 16-game pace if we don't include last week where he's hurt and barely played. That's but, right. He only played like two minutes. Yeah. Let's just be clear here. We're not going to count that, but 97 targets on a 16-game pace, 59 receptions, 920 yards, 11 touchdowns. Yeah. That would actually be 187 fantasy points at half PPR which would have actually made him the wide receiver 17 overall in 2018. Not bad for a rookie, eh? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Nobody knows other than myself. Yeah. Especially when you look at the rookie receiving yards leaders this season. You have A.J. Brown, 927, Terry McLaurin at 917, D.K. Metcalf at 819, Debo at 700, and Darius Slate at 690. Yeah, I'd say a couple of those guys you would have expected to see there. Yeah, Slayton's a surprise uh, number five there. Surprise number five, but think of it like this. He also led all rookie wide receivers with eight receiving mm-hmm. uh, touchdowns this year. A.J. Brown, Hollywood Brown, and Terry McLaurin all had seven each. Yeah, that's pretty good. He had, uh, I think the only kind of knock coming into the year was uh, drops. Yeah, 73 targets and 44 receptions says that maybe not have been cleared up, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, maybe would. But uh, coming out of Auburn, uh, you know, in college, it was what? Eight, it was 43 catches last year. He dropped... 43 catchable passes, 4 and 33 the year before. So it was a bit of a problem, but uh, this year he's only dropped 3 out of 47 catchable targets coming oh, this that's, week. That, that's a big stat there. So it's not bad, and I like his uh, contested ball catch uh, rate, 11 of 22 is not bad for not a rookie. Bad. Nope. That's what I'm not saying, guys. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, yeah, he's moved well, up. Where are you slid him in our, uh, in our uh, Dynasty Wide Receiver rookie ranks, huh? One? <laughs> Two? <laughs> Dave, yeah. All right, maybe not one. I'd say top 10, though. No, if I'm if I'm rating just the, the just the rookie class, yes, of course, for uh, for wide receivers dynasty, number one for me would be AJ Brown. Fair. Then I'm probably going Metcalf, McLaurin, Debo Samuel, Marquise Brown. Probably Nikhil Harry, and then I go Darius Slayton there. Okay, Nikhil, number seven. Nikhil Harry, you're still going to give him, man. Eh? I'll still give Nikhil Harry because we'll he, he, he could just break out next year. He yeah. could. Yeah. He could. Yeah. And then uh, Miko Harbin, I like a lot. If yep. I mean, I, j- I don't see him being more than a kind of a gimmick play without Tyree Kill. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they be consistent. I mean, you see without uh, Sammy Watkins there. Yeah. So he does. Well, without Sammy Watkins taking two receptions a week. Yeah. Which he hasn't done much this year, but <laughs> yeah. so I don't know how much he's going to contribute. I do like Miko a lot still. Uh, JJ Arthega Whiteside is to like Preston Williams. I talked about a lot, and then you know Paris Campbell, <laughs> Andy Isabella, Deontay Johnson, and number thirteen, and all the way down to thirteen. I like all of these guys. It's a great, it's a great rookie class. Yeah, it's pretty. I, I can't complain with any of those guys really. 
Uh, DJ Chark. DJ Chark. Is he on our nice list? He's on oh, our nice list. like DJ. Yes. He was on my naughty list last week. Oh, was he? Yeah. Last year, yeah. Okay, well, no, last week. Last week, too. Yeah, last week, too. Oh, yeah. well, last week. So he's just sneaking in onto the nice list at the very oh, end. Oh, you can't complain what he did this year, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's been, like, the, the rookie receiver class has been super impressive, but the sophomores have been pretty good this year, too. Chark finished as wide receiver 14 and half PPR despite missing week 15. He had a better start to the season than he did at the end. Uh, it could be issues with injuries. Uh, QB play was definitely better at the start of the season, like Minshew Mania. I remember that. Yeah, things were better. That then. was the yeah. thing. And then uh, and then he, that got interrupted by a Nick Foles brief appearance. Back then, to Minshew. And then Minshew's limitations. Limitations. Back, we kind of realize he's not that great. Yeah. I mean, I, is it fair to say, though, he's a top 15 dynasty wide receiver? For me, I would say somewhere in the... I don't know if I put him at top Outside 15. of 50, I'll I put think him for me, 20 maybe. 20? Uh, yeah. 20 is a nice round 20, number. 20, 25, I think is fair for him. Okay. But still, that's that's a lot higher than people had him coming yeah. in. Yeah. I, I I don't see him necessarily like improving year over year on this season. And there's some, some wide receivers that didn't play a full season this year. But uh, yeah. he, he's a guy who's in my, I think he's in my wide receiver 20 perennially. No, he's a guy I picked up. Uh, I liked him actually a lot coming out of college. It's mostly uh, the Dynasty nerds, actually Dynasty uh, Matt that got me onto him. Yeah, those, so guys, those, those, guys, a, those guys hit a lot. I'll man. give him a shout they out hit there. A lot. He got me into him, so I picked him up in a lot of best ball leagues this year. Cool. Well, let's uh, uh, let's go over that great uh, the great best ball guy this year. Um, what is that exactly? Tell me more about that. Yeah, so we're just looking at uh, this is actually from uh, at Rotoviz on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They actually have a, a list of the highest best ball win rates. So these are the guys that were on the most uh, best ball championship teams. So right. go ahead, go. Christian McCaffrey at thirty seven percent. That says a lot, though. Yeah, the yeah. best, the best running back in football was also the best best ball player. That, and that's not guy, common. And, he, and he's a guy who took in the top four, so yep. he's great. Mm-hmm. Then number two, Austin Eckler. We'll talk about later. Yep. Lamar Jackson kind of goes without saying. Number four, DJ Shark was on eighteen percent of the uh, best ball championship Interesting, teams. Interesting. Yeah. And then after that, uh, Mark Andrews, Darren Waller, TJ McLaurin, the New England DST, and then Terry. Chris Godwin. Like none of this is surprising. But DJ Shark, if you if you took him, I took him in a couple of best ball leagues. He he was my wide receiver one or two most weeks, and I took him as my wide receiver like seven. So it worked out quite well. No, he, was, he was he was a free wallet, really. How much does uh, how much does the Jag situation affect things like the QB situation? Coaching change should be coming. I think things are changing next year. I think Doug Marone gets fired. He should should. Things are going to change there. Uh, as far as the QB goes, it's a tough. It's a tough conversation. Like, they can't get rid of Nick Foles. Eventually, they'll have to go back to him and probably switch between him and Binchu a bit next year. I don't know if either one of the guys is the actual quarterback of the future there, though. I think they have bigger holes to fill right now. Yeah. Like, well, they can't. They just can't take on another quarterback. No. So. no. I think Foles can hold things together. Minshew, for they, now. They might draft a late-round QB. Hope, yeah. hope for maybe another uh, maybe. Well, not flyer there. But yeah. they, they have other holes to fill. And Absolutely. they just, like... Foles takes up way, so much, like, way too much of their salary. Yeah, no. You have to give Foles another chance. He's... Yep. Yeah, you invested too much in him, so he'll be back for another chance, and he'll probably float between him and Minshew again yeah. next year. I like, see Foles in our nice list next year. I don't year. know if Foles, as much as I like Minshew, too. I don't know if either one of those guys makes a nice list next year. Mm-hmm. All right, let's I move on. Sorry, Jay? I said, I doubt it. Oh, he doubts it. Well, I doubt it, too. I don't want to. I like Foles. But this guy's a guy I like the last few weeks, especially... Finally, uh, coming to fruition, uh, Devontae Parker's on our nice list. Season five breakout. Yeah, yeah. Finally, he got there. Finally free from the grasp of Adam Gase. That's like being free of the grasp of like the emperor. Yes. Yeah. Palpatine? Uh, yeah, Palpatine. Yeah. yeah, get away from that grasp. Adam Palpatine Gase. Not a good grasp to be under, let me tell you. Didn't work out so well. Anyway, so uh, yeah. 
Uh, he finally he finishes the fantasy season as a WR 11 overall. I think that's pretty impressive. Uh, finally yeah, having say, yeah. yeah, finally having that yeah. breakout that most of us thought was coming. I'd say what back in 2016. Yeah, ish. Yep. 15, 16. 16 well, yeah, he was yeah. a rookie in 2015. I figured 2016 breakout. Yeah. 2017 post hype sleeper. Post hype sleeper. 2018. 2018. I kind of gave up on yep. him. 2019. He was all but written off. Okay. Yep. Well, well, having this, said that, uh, <laughs> from a trust perspective. How much do you trust him since you're close on giving up on this? I, I still I still don't know if I trust him a ton because the 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 Miami situation could still change a bit. Who's yeah, the QB next year? That's the question. If it's Ryan Fitzpatrick, that's good for another year, but how long is Fitzpatrick going to be around? Oh, I feel like he loves playing football. And at the same time, around as long as someone gives him a contract. Yeah, he's got a at lot the of same hurt. time, I think Preston Williams was probably the best wide receiver there before he got hurt. Yeah, but Par- Parker's legit, though. Preston Williams has he's, he some question marks in his game, though. There's a reason why he wasn't a, like, well, drafted. Well, it was because of his... What it wasn't just his issues off the field though. It was mostly. Yeah, but Parker has elite ability. Preston Williams doesn't. Preston Williams is a nice wide receiver, but Parker's still the best wide receiver there. I Did think. Parker forget his elite ability at home for the first seven weeks of the year? Adam Adam Gase wasn't there this first seven weeks there. of the year this year. Yeah, I don't so know. So what man. happened? I don't know. He was taken over. I still think I still think Parker I, I I was on the I'm a big Preston Williams fan, but I there's reasons why he wasn't Drafted, and it's not just because of his off field. But issues. there's also reasons why he was better than Devontae Parker. Now he's safer for the first half he's of the easy. year. But he was way better for the first half of the year. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. If, I'm not taking a side necessarily either I, way, but I, I think what I Parker's know. done. The, what Parker's done in the season is is kind of special. He's been awesome. He's been I, fantastic. I think we're starting to see what you know what the hype was all about. Yeah. Can he continue? Preston on? Williams. I love Preston Williams. I just think he's the he's the two. To Parker's yeah. one next I'll, year. We need I'll to see Parker say, have a full season, though. I'll just, well, yeah, I mean, he's had five full seasons. Yeah, but I yeah. think we have to, like, next year, he needs to have a good now yeah. moving forward, a full good season. Yeah. I'm, not paying, go I'm not paying the price for him. That's I'll, for I'll sure. just say for sure, like, I do believe in Parker over Preston Williams, mm-hmm. but you can't fully invest. You know, all of your dynasty stock into what this guy has done over the last, you know, seven, eight weeks of the season because we've seen so much to, uh, to the opposite. If you own Devontae Parker, awesome. Enjoy him, keep him, hope he continues on. If you don't own him, don't trade for him. Yeah, that's my best advice. He may have jumped up a little bit in a redraft next I would, year. I, a would, pay, I would pay the inflated price for no, him. No, he's jumped no. up for sure. He's jumped way up in the rankings, but I still wouldn't invest in him. Would you sell high then? If I owned him? Yeah. No, I think I'd still keep him because I don't think yeah. you're getting a ton of value. Not enough. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Invest in the owner. Like, if you've, like, at the end of the day, like, is, is this a guy that you're really willing to, to sell for a second round pick? Yeah, if you're getting like a late second, no, I'm not. No, I'm, not I'm probably not going to sell him. I'll probably Wait. keep him and just see what happens. But throw up, throw up some feelers, maybe just to yeah, maybe. Right. Who'd you rather though? Other Devonte, Devonte Adams, or Devonte Parker for next year? Mm. Oh, Devonte Adams, like, <laughs> but there's people times there. a million. There's people out there know. on the Devonte yeah. Parker train. Oh yeah. God, get me in their leagues. <laughs> Devonte Adams had a rough end of the season. Devonte Parker had a great end. I still think Devonte Adams is a better talent. Oh my God, I've always thought Adams was overrated. Get me in their leagues. I think he's overrated too, but he's only overrated because he's playing with one of the best quarterbacks in NFL history. Yeah, yeah, and guess he's still going to play with the next year. Get me in their leagues if you can trade yeah. Devonte Adams for Devonte or Devonte Parker for Devonte Adams. I've seen it on Reddit, man. Sign me. I've the seen hell it on Reddit. Who's the best Devonte? Look it up. <laughs> Reddit hashtag idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, quick uh, stat line on Parker before we move on. Uh, I think this year, well, yeah, 1,065 yards this year, 64 receptions in 15 games. That was on 117 targets. Last year, he was off. Only had 47 targets in 11 games. Only 24 receptions, 309 yards, and one TD. So it's definitely a big difference there. Year before, he had uh, almost 100 targets in 2017. 
57 receptions, uh, 670 on yards, but just one um, end zone there, uh, one touchdown. Uh, 2016, 56 receptions, uh, 744, four TDs. So a little regression there from 2016 on 2017. Uh, 2015 then, is a rookie year, so yeah, I reckon much, much stock into that. But. 494 yards, three TDs, which so basically uh, up until this year, his best statistical year yeah. was essentially 2016. That's yeah. what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Since Fitzpatrick has permanently took over as the uh, Dolphins' starting QB in Week Seven, Devontae Parker is the second wide receiver overall, behind only Michael uh, Thomas. And all and all, Michael Thomas has done this year is break. Marvin Harrison's single season catch record with 144 receptions entering week 17. Anyway, it was some game. Mr. Strickland got up under more balls than a midget hooker. Pretty good company overall. Yeah, Michael Thomas is insane. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah. Michael Thomas catches. Crazy, yeah. Just a little side note on how good Michael Thomas is. This is from Keith Cummings from CBS Sports. Oh, Heath's back again. He's owning this podcast. Heath is back, yeah. He's a good follow. He's a good follow. He might be on next week. He he might not. Don't count on it. I'll make a call. All right. So the most receptions in the first five years in the NFL career, Jarvis Landry, 481, Michael Thomas, 466, Larry Fitzgerald, 426, Terry Holt. 423, Ooh. AJ Green, 415, Julio Jones, 414, and Randy, I almost said Julian. <laughs> Julie Jones. And, and Randy Moss, oh, Randy. 414. Michael Thomas still has one game left in his fourth, fourth NFL season, assuming health. So fourth. Fourth NFL season. The rest of these guys are five years. Yeah. Yes. And That's insane. He's destroying this. For, I was trying to say that. <laughs> <laughs> He's alluding to that. He's going to hit 500 easy. Well, I didn't want to wait for him to get there. He might even hit 600. Pistol took eight minutes to get he through could. his last <laughs> clip, so he could he could hit six hundred. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. He's a beast. That's a beast. I think yeah. And he's playing with the most accurate quarterback in NFL history. Yeah, Michael wow. Thomas. Yeah, he's on the uh, he's like on the very 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 yeah. nice list. Yeah, <laughs> Michael he's, Thomas. Yeah, he's, he's We're not even doing he, that list. He's too nice. We're not going to bother with that. All right, guys, uh, let's move on uh, from Devontae Parker that turned into Michael Thomas. Uh, we got to give him everything some turns into Michael Thomas. We got to give him the day, man. Yeah. We talk about wide receivers. Yeah, it's Christmas time. We want to do good stories. They all, they all result in Michael <laughs> Thomas. Well, here's a good story. Uh, Darren Waller. I think he definitely deserves a spot on the nice list this year. Yeah. He was a waiver yeah. wire ad in the summer, even in deep dynasty leagues. And he finished as a TE5 overall behind Kelsey, Andrews, Ertz, and Kittle. Still, you guys think he's an off-season sell? I do. I think he's an off-season sell. I know Jay agrees, but absolutely. I I I still love him. If you can't sell him for good value, keep him. He'll be fine next year. So you sell the ones you love. Sometimes you have to. That's just the kind of business. It's business. It's rolling dynasty. It's business, not personal. Right, you're right. It's not personal. I think he's a sell just because Derek Carr. He likes to. He likes to save throw. He likes to target his slot receivers. And when Hunter Renfro's around, that takes too many of his targets away. Last week, Renfro had a good week when he came after coming back. Yeah, I mean, in the three weeks. before Renfro came back, his targets were nine, six, and ten. And then the, you know, last week dropped to four targets. Renfro was seven of uh, nine for 170 yards to touchdown last week. Yeah, I had a great week. I mean, yeah. If you had him starting in a playoff game and just kind of on a whim or filling an injury spot, yeah. Well, I think Renfro helped. Wall- yeah. Waller was kind of a surprise this year. I think a lot of people were uh, a lot of the winners had him on their teams because yeah. they got it for nothing. Yeah. So he was a free ad in the tight end slot, which is a position that's generally of weakness. So when you had a guy like Waller, I think I think it's always a, a safe bet to kind of assume that what he did this year wasn't necessarily repeatable. Like Tyler, 
alluded to earlier, the emergence of Hunter Renfro as a as a slot option might take away from his his his, his target share. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. in that scenario, I think tight ends for me are either elite talents like Travis Kelsey that can kind of make something work with sometimes very little targets, usually a good amount of target share. Yeah, good. Or like Darren Waller that kind of thrives upon having a lot of targets. And if he doesn't have yeah. a lot of targets, he's I, not I'm a big, not that interesting. He's not a big red zone guy, so he kind of no, needs not. those targets. Can you uh, just a quick question? Can you really having a slot receiver and a tight end? That's not easy. You, you can, you but can, it has but to be a team that throws a lot. Yeah, like a lot. Like yeah. Julian Elman and Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. Yeah, so. it happens for sure. Yeah. I think that's why that's a good example and right there. It, it all depends on the offense, right? Yeah. Even like, I think the biggest issue, like we learned, like Ty was just talking about, about the startup, was with uh, Darren Waller, is his red zone targets. The guy had what? Three TDs and Foster Moreau had five? Yeah, if rookie tight end Foster Moreau had yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk? So, yeah. I mean, um, 107 targets and 10,000 or 10,000, 1,807 receiving yards, 10,087 receiving yards this year. I think is. I think it. Do you think it's going to repeat? I don't think it's going to repeat. I don't think so. I don't think he quite repeats that. I think. I still think he's still fine. Like if you have to, if you can't sell him for a decent price, fine. He can be a tight end one next year. Rinse. He's not going to repeat. But oh. I don't know if he's going to be a tight end. You know, six, seven, anything like that. You know. Uh, what about like Hunter Renf- uh, Renfro? Uh, as you mentioned, uh, the impact there. On, on Waller's value. Uh, any buy low in him? I think there's some buy low in him, especially if you're in a PBR league. If you look at, uh, he's only played 12 games this year. If you look at his first four games, 18 targets, 89 yards. So not much. No. Next four games, 19 targets, 168 yards. So a little bit better efficiency, same amount of targets. Last four games, 25 targets, 246 yards. So he's actually been spiking it up quite a bit. John Gruden actually mentioned how, how much they were going to miss him when he was out. He seems to be a focal point of that offense. They seem to want to run it through him through the slot. So I think if you're in a PPR league, yeah, he's a good buy. Half yeah. PPR, definitely worth Half as good worth as rostering. <laughs> you know, worth he's worth something in a non PPR. He's probably not. Yeah, all he probably drops a tier in yeah, half yeah. PPR. Not all that interesting in non PPR, but in half PPR, I think he's a good buy low. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In re- reality, we've been hearing this guy's name for what like 30 years now. I feel like the guy was uh, yeah. an elite freshman at what Clemson? Is it but, Clemson? He's played baseball for the Padres. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't him. Really? Same name, same name. Yeah, same name, same name. Oh, go away, yeah. It was Hunter, Hunter Renfrew. With that's me. right, because I play MLB The Show, and I play yeah. as the Padres for like, yeah. wait, yeah. Yeah, it's Renfrew. Yeah, yeah. Just in there, no, so no. Hunter, yeah, was, Hunter yo, Renfrew was an impact player as a freshman, so I feel like he's been around forever. He looks like he's 35, but the guy's a rookie. He's a rookie. You have to assume some potential improvement upon his next year. Yeah, I think it's possible. He's not a guy I'm like going out of my way to target, but he's not no. a bad target. No. Yeah, especially he, in, that, he might, in that system. He might be my new Jarvis Landry. Yeah, okay. he's kind of got some uh, cool. similar. All right. Um, let's talk about our next guy on our nice list. I like this guy. I always have, but he's never been worth ever having, really. But uh, I don't know. So some uh, some signs here. Tyler Higby, Rams tight end. Interesting, ti- interesting tight end situation in, uh, in L.A. Uh, after tolling 212 yards... That's it from week one to twelve. That's right, two hundred twelve yards yeah, in the first yeah. twelve weeks. Not not per week. Not yeah, exactly. In not total. per week in total. After that, Higsby, Higby, Higsby, Higsby. Tyler I want to stick an S in there. Higgins <laughs> has exploded with four straight one hundred yard games. He finishes the fantasy season as a TE nine. Overall, uh, after having that those first week tw- twelve weeks, that's, that's pretty impressive. Me, actually, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, he was just averaging four or points is it per bad game, just based on the tight end landscape. Yeah. Call me. Yeah. I don't know. It's the Rams, so we're not sure exactly what's going on there week to week. Uh, he's averaging sixteen point nine points per game over the last month. 
Are you guys buying into the, this little bit of Higby hype, as we call it, the uh, the HH? Is he a top six tight end next year? No, I don't think so. No, the short answer is that I don't Jay think was quick so. on that. No, I don't think so. I, I don't argue think he's the best tight end on his team, man. He's not. Gerald Everett's still the Gerald best tight end on his better, team. Yeah, they're, they're, they've both been oh, like talented though. Uh, uh, Higby's never players. been a great pass catcher. He's no, looked he's, he's looked he's looked good the last couple of weeks. I can't take anything away from him. Well, you better not. But at the same time, I mean, <laughs> that's all he's got. He's a bit lumbering. I don't know. I, I don't see this happening. I think uh, I don't. I don't think the Rams are going to be passing as much as they have been the last three or the four weeks. Or sorry, the last four weeks, Goff has passed forty plus yards in each one of those. Or three of those four games. So forty three against Arizona, fifty one against Dallas, forty six against the Forty ers and Gerald Everett was out for three of those four games. Mm-hmm. And last week, Gerald Everett came back and he barely played. So, of course, Higby had a big target share. This is a guy that's going to be overdrafted and going into leagues next year. I think so, eh? Uh, speaking of talking so, about yeah. like tight ends and slot receivers, like the Rams have one of the best slot receivers in the NFL. That's a good point, yeah. Cooper. Cup? Cooper? Yep. Cup. Well, CK? He was. I don't know what he is anymore. He's been ah, wow, that's a, he got injured, came back. Give we'll the man see. a break here. I still think he's a talented yeah. football player. Where he let me down a bit. We'll talk about him the next week or two. I don't know yeah. if he's well again. The Rams were a little tough yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. They are, they are playing in the playoffs just because they are not making the playoffs. That's shocking to me, but uh it's yeah. shocking to most of the football world after yeah. the uh, Dallas game. Forty four twenty one? Yeah. By the way, Dallas is pretty easy on me. After yeah. that game, she was easy she, on me. She didn't give a shit? Not too bad. She oh. mentioned it in passing, okay. yeah. and that was yeah. it, and I just kind of put my head down yeah, in shame. I, I actually didn't say anything to her after the Eagles beat well, that's nice, the Cowboys. Man. I yeah. wanted to. You're, you're the better man. Good for you. I, I, I thought I it was funny be. that the Eagles beat the Cowboys using a, a, man, named using a man named Dallas. So that made Dallas. me laugh. Got her. Yeah. <laughs> Got yeah. TD. All right, uh, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, are we gonna move Wait, on? Or you got some, Pitcher, you got something here on Nick Biak. Looks like you want to you want to speak. You're getting a, you're <laughs> you getting kept, kept here. edging towards the microphone, then stepping back. <laughs> well, I didn't want to interrupt you, Dave. So let me. Uh, oh, thank thanks you. for introducing me. Absolutely. Higby is just the fourth uh, TE in NFL history to have four straight 100 yard receiving games. Oh, wow. Travis Kelsey, Jimmy Graham, and Tony Gonzalez are the others. Even if he doesn't continue at this pace next year, it's not a bad stretch. Unless you uh, disagree. No, it's press stretch. That yeah. just seems like such a shitty benchmark. That's a weird group of like four one hundred yard <laughs> games. Like no, I, four straight though. That's that's that, pretty that's impressive. Straight. But that's I feel like there should have been other people to do it. And obviously there wasn't, and that yeah. just blows my mind. You have Gonzalez, mm-hmm. Graham, Kelsey, and then Higby. Higby. <laughs> Higby. I mean, no, Gronk, yeah. Gronk never played Gronk. four straight games. Yeah. That's true. No, he's no, always Gronk, hurt. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah always that's hurt. a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we didn't that's actually g- might be a stat that he's actually never played yeah. four straight games. I'm yeah, we sure. didn't. We didn't have good tight ends until recently. I mean, I guess so. All right. Well, cool. Let's move on to another guy who was quite nice. I thought he was going to be nice. He was nice. I think he'll continue to be nice. And that's Mr. Austin Eckler. Dave, you made him a buy in anchor second or third I think week so, yeah. this, uh, I believe this show. So. And I kind of disagreed. I think you did. I didn't yeah. want to bring it up. Yeah, you're uh, correct here. He was a good buy. I nice. think he's a great buy going next year. Austin Eckler, yeah. Just a great receiver. Yeah, fantastic receiver. Like, I don't even know. I don't even treat him as a running back. He's like, oh, he's my. He's a, he's a great. Like, if he's your flex. Yes. That's a nice luxury. Nice little to flex have. spot. If he's your RB2 next year, like, yep. he's, if he, he's an RB1 probably. Going next well, year. He's a healthy Gordon goes in yeah. PPR. He's a healthy McKinnon. Even, even with you know? Gordon. Oh, in PPR, yeah. For even sure. Gordon, man. I like him in McKinnon. I like those guys as those flex running backs. Well, see, like McKinnon, McKinnon ever, yeah. plays, he ever plays again. Yeah. Yes. We'll I, I can still see, like, they brought McKinnon in for a reason in San Fran. So I, I could see Kyle Shanahan giving him another shot next year, but we'll see yeah. what happens. We shall see. But talking about Austin Eckler, I mean, he was one of the top RBs in happy PR this season. 
along with Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Zeke Elliott, and Austin, well, Austin Eckler was Yeah, the he seems to be the odd one out yeah. a little yeah. bit there, right? Not a huge rushing threat. 511 rushing yards, 123 attempts with 4.2 yards per carry. That's so the right line. at the vaunted Hilson line. I think it's 4.4. Isn't that the line? I thought yeah. it was 4.2. No, it's 4.4. Well, we had, uh, how about 4.3? 4. 4. We'll say 4.3. Uh, okay, all right. So he's below he's the Hilson line. He's in the but yeah. he's still one of the better receiving backs in the league. 950 oh, yes, receiving absolutely. yards and 8 TDs is absolutely. where his fantasy value comes from. Yeah, his receiving numbers alone actually would have made him the wide receiver 13 this year. So if you want a running back that's actually just below wide receiver 1, that's Austin Eckler. That's, 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 that's pretty awesome. good, guys. Like, see. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. Well, the Chargers trio of Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, and Mike Williams alone are the first team of receivers to top 900 yards since 2014. So it goes back some time. The last group was in New England with Rob Gronkowski, Julian Edmond, and okay. Brandon LaFell, uh, each exceeding the 900-yard mark. Yeah. The first and last yeah, time to hear group. LaFell mentioned in this podcast. God, yeah. He was good for a second. That's um, crazy. He was actually he was the next guy I wrote on the uh, nice list. But <laughs> <laughs> Is he retired? <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's very retired, yeah. I was going to say. But he's yeah. worked well with Eckler with Melvin Gordon. So, I mean, even if Mel, even if Gordon returns to the Chargers next year. Yeah, which I don't know if that'll happen. But if he don't does, know, yeah. I think Eckler's fine. Yeah. If they draft somebody, he's fine. I think he's safe either way. He's been Eckler's actually been really consistent this year. If you look at uh, the most running back one, so top 12 performance games this season. Yeah. You have Christian McCaffrey with 13. <laughs> Dalvin Cook with eight. 13, Derek eight. Henry with eight. <laughs> Zeke with eight. Leonard Fournette was seven. And then Austin Eckler and Aaron Jones is seven. seven That's yeah. elite. That's what actually wins you your fantasy championships is having somebody that doesn't ever let you down. Yeah. And the, he's one of those types of backs right now just because of his passing. Yeah, I don't I don't mind him having a top receiver. And again, uh, this, is, this, is, this is PPR half. Fuck PPR Christian McCaffrey, so that's non. It is. That's a big... Uh, what, oh, a yeah, what a there. season. What a season. I could do a whole show on that guy. I'm actually, I'm actually shocked that he only... I'm had fanning it. myself right now. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked he only had 13... Top twelve. Yeah. Games. Uh, that <laughs> one week, week two, that really let week me down. Two really uh, fucked yeah. him. I'm shocked they didn't have one that was there. But uh, what about the Chargers receivers? For all the disappointment in the Chargers receivers this year from fantasy owners, some of their big players actually put up some decent numbers. Uh, Mike Williams, I think, had about nine sixty-three yards in fourteen games. So that's like eleven hundred yard pace, I believe. Sixteen games. Yeah. What? Like one touchdown? Two. Two. Oh, yeah, two no, touchdowns. Two. Oh, yikes. But yeah. for me, he's still a buy candidate. Yeah, he's the Personally, I don't know, Jay, if you want to hear what's speak. I own him. I'll sell him to you. <laughs> yeah, I'll still buy him. There you go. I'll still buy him. <laughs> no, Mike Williams is a guy I really I really liked him coming to, coming up well, coming into last year. Mm-hmm. After last year, I thought I was on to something yeah. big here. And I think with him last year, he, he made his entire, like, basically his entire season on touchdowns. And this season, Philip Rivers just forgot to th- how to throw a football? He's never thrown a football properly. He no, he's always thrown it like that a weird sidearm sort of shot. Yeah, yeah. Like a shot ball. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bit of a wobble on it. Yeah, it just stopped working for him. But yeah, I thought I thought Mike Williams was going to be a massive breakout candidate this year. It didn't happen. Well, but he's t- still ten on sixty six last year and two touchdowns in eighty five this year. Yeah, like it's just it, it, what kind of receiver is he? I think next year you have to look at. Obviously, he's not going to get ten touchdowns on sixty six targets. That's crazy. No, but, I know what I mean. No. But two on eighty five that, this year off. is way too low. He's going to score more touchdowns next year. I think if he plays a full 16 games, you can expect 1,100, 1,200 yards, no matter who the quarterback is. Mm-hmm. And hopefully at least like six touchdowns. That makes him a wide receiver too. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think he's, somebody I, to buy. He's, definitely, he's definitely a high end too. I just don't know who the quarterback's going to high be High end or low end too, yeah. yeah. It all depends on who they draft this year and if they go back to Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Which I don't he know if they will. Gas in the uh, tank. I don't know, yeah. man. He looks, uh, he looked pretty dusted, man. He looked like he, I, I thought the Chargers were going to be a, I thought they were going to be a contender this year. 
Yeah, Philip Rivers. And Philip Rivers had zero gas left. They're close to being yeah. a contender a lot, uh, contender a lot of they years. Should have been, man. Yeah. They should have been. They have a good team. They're like, everybody's, everybody's favorite sleeper pick every year. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Philip Rivers this year, he threw more interceptions than he did shit out kids. Yeah. He has like seven, six, eight kids a season. I think he has like, yeah, 14 kids. He must have a hell of a wife, too. I don't know how he does that. Well, he must have a yeah. hell of a good infrastructure there when well, it comes his to... His boys swim, bud. Oh, yeah. they swim. Well, they swim. A lot of care for them, I'm sure. He's got. just shooting Michael Phelps. He made eye contact with me once, and I think I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's impressive. Imagine him and Carla from Cheers. Jesus. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's always pregnant. Is that Danny DeVito's ex-wife? Oh, they're still married, I believe. I think they're And her dad was on the show, too. He played one of the guy, bar guys who just sat there. Was, is it Barfly? As uh, Ray per- Perlman's dad was just in the show. Was he tiny? Oh, no. Was I he was old. He was just real. Phil. He was just an old guy named I Phil. I wish I knew your references, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I don't know these days. Well, get cultured, buddy. Get <laughs> cultured. <laughs> I'll get cultured with 80 sitcoms. Okay, well, you I'm know Keenan Allen? Do you know Keenan? You, know, you know who that yeah, is? Yeah, Keenan Allen, of course. Because he's been around for a little bit now. Uh, I think fantasy owners were a little down on this guy, but he finished this year as WR12. I was a little down on myself because I do have him in a couple leagues. I'm not upset with them. But I know wide receiver twelve. That's that's a wide receiver one. That's good, man. Yeah, I would that's be. Fine. I would be disappointed with that. He was just inconsistent. He scored. Uh, it was almost forty percent. It was thirty eight point nine or six or whatever. Yeah. I did the math earlier. See it healthy percent again, of his fantasy points in the first three weeks. So he scored almost forty percent of his fantasy yeah. points in the first three weeks. Yeah, so he's doing. Well. I, I think the biggest issue with Keenan Allen, the same issue with having Keenan Allen his entire career, is is consistency. Yeah. yeah, the yeah, guy the guy is yeah. a beast, and then he disappears. And I like wide receivers. Like I, I'd rather wide receiver scores me nine, ten points a week yeah. than a guy scores me thirty for two weeks and then disappears for three months. It's kind of like when he would get injured, yeah. but now he's not injured. No, but he's not playing. He's not Just putting not up points. He's, he's playing with well. a handicap, and that's Philip Rivers as a quarterback. Yeah. So that yeah. does help. Yeah, next but year uh, I really do wonder what they're doing next year because they drafted uh, Easton Stick last year, yeah. who sounds like Easton Hockey Stick. That's, yeah, they That's the only sticks, reason I remember buddy. his name. He's Eason, though. Yeah, Eason, he's got to he's got like a run a bit. I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. Uh, they might go back to draft again this year. I don't know if they will. I think Tyrod Taylor is their backup. I think if nothing I like else, him. I think he starts next year. I like him. And Tyrod's a fine starter, yeah. which I don't think Tyrod necessarily he doesn't helps. make Mike. He doesn't make Mike Williams or, or Keenan Allen better. No, but. If you make it might stretch out the offense, though. It might make a little more opportunity for them to get open because the, the threat of him running. And if you need a uh, quarterback in your super flex dynasty league, acquire a Tyrod right now. Mm-hmm. Just on the off chance he starts for the Chargers, he's going to be a quarterback, back in quarterback one, maybe two. Yeah, I wonder what nothing. that does for Eckler. Do you think that Because Tyrod has a bit of a run game, doesn't he? Doesn't himself? matter. No? Yeah, no, I think, no. Uh, if anything, it maybe hurts Eckler a little bit. A little bit, But not maybe? much. Not enough to really to, okay. to, to change too much. Yeah, Didn't hurt the running backs in Baltimore. You said that right. That's right. It's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. No, but they were also like super, super effective, but not a lot of touches. Yeah. So they're going to have to continue to they're be just, super effective. Yeah, they're just they a well-oiled machine there. They are. In the Ravens. What did they yeah. end up? They were uh, they lost 13 2? Yeah, two games. Yeah, I think two yes. games. They beat the Patriots. They beat uh, yeah. San Fran. Yeah, they won some big games. Yeah, look out for those guys. Yeah. Strong team. Strong team. Speaking, Speaking of strength. strength. <laughs> yes. Uh, feats of strength. Uh, for those who know Seinfeld, we're going to move on to that. Until you pin me, George. Festivus is not over. All right. Feats of strength. And I have a interesting one. Uh, Darius. Is it Darius? Geis? Yes. Because I don't even care about him anymore. <laughs> so, uh, versus Mr. Glass. And that's Samuel Jackson's comic book-like character created by M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. From the movie Glass. was actually one of the movies. I think that would be an interesting spectacle. I've never seen the movies. No? I have no idea what reference you're going for. Well, you haven't seen Unbreakable? No. Never heard of it. Really? Well, it's Samuel Jackson. He's a superhero, but he's with his mind, and he breaks really easy. 
Oh, he has a special bone condition. Sound so like a because that sounds exactly with his mind. That sounds like a. I get yeah. the guy's reference Super now. Zero, Mr. Glass. Anyways, Bruce yeah. Willis is the strong guy in the in the in the series. Anyways, he breaks easy. A lot of uh, a lot of slings to sign. Rest assured, these two guys are going to be both pretty darn broken. Uh, but yeah, get your uh, finest ballpoint pen prepared because there's going to be a lot of slings, a lot of broken bones between those two guys. In a Can't wait to strength. sign those. I'm going to sign them all Millpool. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know who John McClane is, though? <laughs> yeah. You know who that is? Dyer, right? That's yeah, Dyer, He's right? a tough yeah. customer. Yeah. I uh, remember that scene in Chris, uh, uh, my favorite Christmas Kutcher movie. Ashton Kutcher took his wife. How tough is he? <sighs> oh, that's true. Demi. Yeah. Demi Moore, yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, he's a tough. That, that's Bruce Willis. I'm talking about John McClane. Oh, John McClane. John McClane. Bruce he's Willis? tough as shit. Bit cucky. He had that scene in that Christmas movie he did. Was it Die Hard? That was a Christmas, <laughs> Christmas movie. Christmas movie. That's a Christmas movie, apparently. That's been my Facebook feed Both for like two. a fucking week. It's so it's driving me like yeah, nobody Twitter's. gives a shit if Die Hard is a Christmas <laughs> movie or not. If you watch it, it during is. Christmas, fine. If not, I don't care. One and two are both Christmas movies. Second one better as a Christmas movie because of the snow. I don't give a shit. First one's better overall, but the snow in the Ty, second one. I don't even know that. I didn't know there was a second one. There's, There's three. Five. There's five. There's five diehard movies. There's five. Well, I, I knew about <laughs> three. Wrong with three. You. I knew about three, four, and five. This I didn't know about two. hasn't seen Star Wars. I don't like action movies. I haven't movies. seen Diehard. I find action movies are boring as shit. I spend, all my time, I spend all my time researching fantasy football, <laughs> so we can do a good, well, anyways, a good show here. He's tough as nails. <laughs> Anyway, what about... Uh, is he tougher than Lamar Jackson? Well, yeah, neck? what about John McClane versus Lamar Jackson? Oh, Lamar Jackson would throw him into a ditch. John, he's still tough, okay, though. Who would win the foot race? Super, Lamar Jackson. S- Superman, The Flash, and Lamar Jackson. The Flash, Ty. What about Brady yeah, on Rollerblades? Yeah, the Flash. <laughs> it's definitely the Flash. Okay. Then Superman, then Lamar Jackson would be a distant third, but he's going to be incredible for arm a regular wrestling, human arm, being. Wrestling, arm wrestling match. The Incredible Hulk, Lamar Jackson's neck. Lamar Jackson's <laughs> neck. Yeah, I think Lamar Jackson's neck takes it. That's not that thing, neck. That's his like, big muscle. Yep. That's fantastic. Yeah. What Ugh. the fuck happened here? <laughs> <laughs> we got derailed here. I, I don't even know what happened. It doesn't matter. Nobody's listening anymore. This no. entire show has been a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's listening this anymore. This is what happens when we eat too much food, drink too much beer, and... Yeah. <laughs> all right. Merry Christmas, fuckers. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And if you that? made it all the way. Yeah. Thanks, Jay, for the no, food. Nobody made it. Think anybody made it? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Was that the end? The feats yeah. of strength was was Darius Geis. Yes, no one else wrote anything. That's all I got. Yeah, I did I, my I, part. I wrote the rest of the doc. Christ, I should have looked. <laughs> I, I I probably should have wrote something. Probably yeah. From, for my feats of strength, I'm going to put up Harrison Butker. Because he's probably stronger than Darius Geis, and he's a kicker. Yeah. Mine was yeah, a bit maybe. of a joke for those, but if you don't know who Mr. Glass is, you don't <laughs> get it. <laughs> Didn't land, man. I'm sorry. Well, hopefully it landed with, <laughs> with at least one person who's watched an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Shyamalan Ding Dong. Yeah. He did signs. That was good. All right. Well, this has been a clusterfuck. Yeah. This is we're terrible. all full. Oh, we've had fun. Yeah, we're full. Another, we've uh, drank some beers. We've eaten many, many foods. And so so um, next week, we're excited. Uh, we're going to do a rookie do draft. Do a regular episode. It's going to be rookie mock. We're going to do it next uh, Monday. We have Nick coming on. Yeah, we have a guest there. Is Nick coming? <laughs> Did he confirm? Yeah, he's confirmed. Yeah. He's confirmed. He RSVP? He RSVP'd. He's a, yeah. he's a Did, great... Did he mail back the invite? Great fantasy guy. Did so he he'll be here. Yeah, He's going to come save the show after this yeah. week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Get I, our ratings up. I hope he didn't listen yeah. to this week's episode because he <laughs> might not come with you. Sorry, guys. I'm not... No, I found a better podcast. Yeah, so... I guess some, I get some grievances air from him, though. 
Yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. he beat me yeah. in half point PPR, and that pissed me off. But well, didn't you beat him in uh, some? Two QB. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, you won that one with him, but I mean, so I have some grievances against him. He's got grievances against me. Yeah, we're that's grievances fair. together. We'll just let him yeah. uh, let him at it. No, we're not gonna talk about it all because really, he gives a shit. At the end of the day, it's a week ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jay, Jay can talk about his championships off the air too. Like I mean, yeah, I can yeah, talk yeah. about mine. I'll text him. All right. But, well, guys, uh, uh, thanks for listening in. Hope you enjoyed the show and. Uh, Merry Christmas once again and uh, all that good stuff. Yeah, and, uh, that happy cheer. holidays. And I love about 75% of you. The other 25 are resent for even listening. I don't know why. I wish I didn't. I think it's gone up to 75. But that's I do. Good. I do. Yeah. I resent you guys. Well, yeah. this holidays, I'll have 100% of you. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. Bye. <laughs> this is the Dynasty Football Live Podcast.